Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nobody covers your team like our team. This is the Sports Cage on the Mighty 620 CKRM. 434 on a hump day Wednesday. Sean Pleisinger with Ryan McNally. The Sports Cage. Seven million dollars it costs for our uh, for a 30-second ad in this year's Super Bowl. And Farhan Lalji from TSN is joining us now from Las Vegas, Nevada. Farhan, that is uh, $233,000 per second. Can you believe that? It's only getting bigger every year, it seems like. Yeah, it's almost the same rate as it is to be on your show, isn't it? No, it's pretty close. It's not quite there yet. Uh, Farhan, uh, it's National Girls and Women in Sports Day today. Uh, Who first comes to mind when uh, you think of the women in your life in the sports scene? Well, first of all, I mean, not necessarily in my life, but somebody you think about in terms of the impact it made on Canadian sports is Christine Sinclair, right? I mean, she uh, represented the Maple Leafs so well for so long and, and played the game at the highest level and arguably the best in the world to ever do it. So, to um, uh, you know, when you think about her in her final year here, it was uh, pretty cool to kind of watch that play out. Uh, as far as as far as home, you know, it, it's, um, it's a cool time to be, you know, my daughter, right? I mean, at this age where there's just so many opportunities. She's 11 years old and she's uh, she's starting to get into basketball and volleyball a little more seriously and you know I can I'm going to take her down to the Seattle uh, Storm game when the women's basketball season uh, opens up in the WNBA and nice. uh, you know get her to um, meet Kia Nurse and you know just to have these kind of role models right I, I think it's uh, it's such a cool time to be a, a woman in sports just because of all the opportunities that are out there. Is that uh, your daughter's favorite sport, basketball, or is she kind of, you know, uh, feeling out the waters, if you will, kind of choosing which sport she's well, leaning towards? See, my, my daughter doesn't really love me, and the reason for that is that she got into horseback riding. Oh. So that, that's been kind of the bane of my existence up until now. So, you know, we had a couple of horses. We, I, I we remember sold this one now. of them, and yeah. I'm, I, I'm hoping that we can eventually move on from the other, and she can transition more into basketball and, and volleyball, so... Those two sports are new, a little more new to her. She's been in them for a couple of years. She enjoys them, but you know, before she she wasn't showing a lot of daddy love with all the horse stuff. What do you got against horses, Farhan Lausie? Well, come the on, the cost, now. my friend, the cost. Yeah, I know. It's insane. Hey, it costs a yeah, lot to do I, anything. I love, watching, I, I love watching her on a horse, but yeah. holy cow! Yeah, speaking of costs, I had my son in minor hockey and my daughter in horses. Right, so like that officially makes me part of the idiot parent club. Yeah. There's no doubt. Speaking of costs and stuff, Farhan. Oh, you're cutting out a bit there. So, do we got Farhan? Yep, we still have him. We still got him. Yeah, I can hear you. There we go. Speaking of costs and stuff, Farhan, 
uh, it costs a lot to do anything in Las Vegas this week. I mean, I saw that yeah. there were people in the stadium for media day buying tickets to watch people speak into microphones. That's uh, quite uh, something. So how has the Super Bowl week been so far? We are inching closer day by day, but uh, just your overall uh, feel, the overall atmosphere in Las Vegas, Nevada, as this is the first ever Super Bowl held in Las Vegas in the state of Nevada. Yeah, and you know, you know that like generally the second biggest party on any Super Bowl weekend happens in Las Vegas, right? Everybody migrates here if you're not going to the main city. So there's certainly a lot of people here. There's a lot of events and activity. Um, and yeah, it absolutely does have a different feel because, you know, there's just so many different events going on here that I'm not saying the Super Bowl blends into it, but it just kind of accentuates all of it. So when you, you know, whether you get to, you know, any of the big hotels, any of the big facilities, there's something going on. There's a, a star athlete that's having an event. There's, an award show. There's, you know, there's all sorts of activity, and nobody can receive guests like Vegas, right? So, you know, when you're when you're on the strip and, and an event like this is going on, it certainly has a, a different vibe to it. So, it is cool, and I'm looking forward to even more people kind of descending upon the city over the next couple of days here. And, you know, when you get to Thursday, Friday, that's when Super Bowl week really gets going. So, uh, it's busy now, but it's only going to get busier. Yeah, and I'm just curious. This might be a, a creepy question, but what hotel are you staying at in Vegas? Are you staying on the Strip? Or are you staying outside of, uh, you know, Paradise, Nevada? We're just off the Strip, like a block behind um, at a at a Marriott. So right. uh, we're pretty close to like the MGM or the Park MGM, the MGM Grand, kind of that part yeah. of the Strip. So you know, we certainly have access to it. I'm right now. I, I stepped out of Hell's Kitchen. The restaurant, yes. uh, the Gordon Ramsay restaurant, we're having a, a tea meal. I stepped out of that just to, to do this. So that's, you know, right here at Caesars Palace. Yeah. So we kind of have access to everything. And the team resorts are a little bit farther out, right? They're obviously off the strip. Um, but, uh, you know, down here, there's just a, a lot of activity going on for sure. This is Farhan Lauji on the Western Pizza Hotline. So, Farhan, what uh, stuck out in media day? Anything to come to mind when it comes to all those conversations happening on media day a few days ago? You know, the funny thing with media days, it's changed so much. They don't even call it media day anymore. It's just NFL opening night. And, you know, before you didn't have 23,000 fans. Now you've got that. So it is kind of hard to get the work done that you normally want, right? Because the athletes have a tougher time hearing you because of everything else that's going on. And um, so, so it is different, right? I mean, during the week, if you want a little more insight, you're more likely to get it there, right? So we've had availabilities. I've spent most of my time with the 49ers and, you know, I'm just so impressed with, well, first of all, number one, Kyle Shanahan um, is so much more comfortable in his own skin than he was in his first Super Bowl, right? Uh, yeah, I had a chance to cover that one four years ago, and, you know, he was early in his career as head coach. You know, the last time he'd been to a Super Bowl, he took a lot of criticism for how the Atlanta Falcons blew that lead in the game management and play calling late in the game, right? Um, so now he, he's a little more giving of himself and what he's been through. So he's a lot more enjoyable to deal with, no doubt. And then Brock Purdy does, isn't phased by any of this, right? He is just ready to roll. He's confident. Um, he, you know, he's comfortable with regardless of the question. Like I asked him about the game manager thing, right? And whether it's a motivator, and he just he, he didn't he didn't bite in terms of saying, you know, yeah, I'm going to prove everybody wrong or prove myself right. It was just, you know what? Like that's that's a compliment, right? And uh, and he really believed that. He said, you know, it's a big responsibility to be able to run all aspects of an offense and do it at a high level efficiently. So if that's what people think I am, I'm good with that, right? And just all of that. He's not, he's not, um, 
You know, with Tom Brady, he wore 199, like, as this badge of honor, right? And it worked for him. Yep. But it was always a chip on his shoulder. Everything's against him. It, you know, and, and when you look at Brock Purdy, he doesn't necessarily view it that way, right? He just said, he's always had, he's always been able to overcome. He's always been able to get it done. He's always been able to have success. So he just believes in his ability to do that, regardless of what anybody else labels him as, right? So he's been a lot of fun to deal with. And, uh, you know, I'm going to spend a bit of time today with, uh, with Kittle and um, uh, Fred Warner. So I'm looking forward to kind of asking them some questions about uh, various different things. So it's, um, it's been good so far. I wanted to ask Farhan uh, about uh, what you thought about uh, Travis Kelsey getting booed during uh, media day or NFL opening night. Yeah, you know, it's weird how it goes because really when you look at this team, right, like I, I get why people are tired of the Patriots. I don't understand why people tire of the Chiefs. And, you know, so all of a sudden they're getting that much more attention because of the Taylor Swift stuff. So now all of a sudden they're the bad guys, right? And if you look at tra- Patrick Mahomes, he had one moment this year in the Buffalo game when he was really critical after the game of the officiating on the Kadarius Tony call and all of that. Now all of a sudden he's a whiner. And that's not who he is. He's a pretty engaging guy. He's willing to be accountable and own mistakes and things like that. Like, I just don't view him that way as a guy that's covered him closely and then been involved in most of those things. He had one slip up. Now he's a bad guy, right? And, you know, with Kelsey, all of a sudden he's got, you know, one of the most, you know, popular, famous women on the planet on his arm. Now he's a bad guy. Like, really? So I, it's interesting how fast that narrative has turned. It felt like it took a lot longer for it to happen to the Patriots. Uh, and the Patriots had Bill Belichick. Like, they, you know, like, of course you should hate that, right? Because he's there's there's nothing there to enjoy, right? He's just not fun uh, to listen to or to be around. So, you know, Brady was great, though. But, it, like, nonetheless, like, it's such a different team. Whereas you look at Andy Reid and these guys, like, they, they savor it, they enjoy it. They're just, they're, they're a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, so I'm surprised it's kind of gone the way it has. But I guess there's some uh, some fatigue. And when teams have a lot of success, you tend to stop liking them really quickly and, uh, you know, and, and I don't know if there's, you know, Taylor Swift envy or not in all of it. I, I don't get it, but that's how people feel. Hey, Farhan, on Friday, we'll dive more into the meat and potatoes of the game, maybe get a prediction from you and a whole lot more from uh, the Super Bowl. Until then, uh, have yourself a good rest of the week in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, and you know what? Hey, I, just on the CFL side, Riders are the most improved team in the league over the last 48 hours. Jeremy O'Day has done a really, really good job. Not surprised because I knew a lot of people wanted to play for Corey Mace, but a lot of interesting moves uh, in free agency, and the Riders have done really well by them. Yeah, and maybe some more moves to come within the next 48 hours from now until the next time we talk, so we'll definitely uh, dive into more CFL stuff on Friday as well. Have a good night, Farhan. Thanks, bud. It's Farhan Lounge from TSN on the Western Pizza Hotline. He's in Las Vegas, Nevada. Just got out of Hell's Kitchen, and he's going to be meeting up with George Kittle later on uh, tonight. We're going to take a break in our Where Are They Now Wednesday feature with Sam Ruop is on the way next. You are listening to the Sports Cage for the Connexus Arts Center. It's 444 on 620 CKRM.